thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis. And I'm his co-host, Alyssa. Hey, let's get to know our guest today. Hi there. Good yeah. morning. All righty. And what's your name, sir? Uh, Zach Stone with Zach Stone Photography. All right. We got very a ph- cool. photographer in the house. Yeah. Well, Zach, we usually just jump right in. So let's dive back maybe to uh, where you were born, where you grew up, that type of thing. Sure. Uh, well, local Salem, Oregon native, born in 1976 in the summer and uh, spent most of my time, grew up mostly in West Salem, but uh, the first few set, six, seven years of my life, I lived in uh, East Salem. Okay. Yeah. And uh, wait, where'd you go to elementary school? Um Started at Myers Elementary School mm-hmm. in West Salem, and then Chapman Hill was built, so I got to be the first fourth grade class at a school, Chapman Whoa. Hill. Uh-huh. Then I went to Walker and then graduated from South Salem High School. Okay. Lots of schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what uh, when you're looking back at elementary and middle school years, what were you into? What did you like to do outside of school? Uh, like I, I did the sports, mm-hmm. the soccer, basketball. I uh, tried T-ball when I was real little, and I said, this is not for me. <laughs> and so, uh, but I did a lot of uh, hunting and fishing with my family. And then my dad was, or my parents were into uh, water sports also. So we did water skiing and stuff in the summer. Ah. Do you do a lot of running now? Because like, I feel like you choose basketball and soccer. That's something you're going to be running around, right? And so if you T-ball is the one I you might have. running. A, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I try not to even, if I go to the gym to work out, I'm on the treadmill. I just walk fast. There you Interesting. Go. Yeah. I'm, so I did a lot of water sports and I did wakeboarding and wake skating um, for a long time and I beat up my body pretty bad. So mm. I'm a little like the Tin Woodsman where I need an oil can. Yeah. <laughs> a little rusty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in your boat too. I was, a. Uh, I like to say I was uh, an adventurous young lad. <laughs> so a lot of sports, a lot of crashes, a lot of whatevers, you know? I, yes. Crash I, test dummies. <laughs> yes, exactly. I've broken one of my ankles and torn the ligaments in each of them. And so like, I, I don't do road work. Like if I'm going to, maybe a treadmill, but mostly a bike. Yeah. You know, it's easier like on my ankles. now. Yeah. There you yeah. go. There you go. Controlled yeah. footwork instead exactly. of slam down. Yeah. Yeah. So off to South Salem High School, um, any, any changes there on what you were into? or um, Actually, so it was going into high school, um, They, I wanted to play soccer, but they're like, okay, soccer starts in August. And I was like, well, no, I, I have summer in August, and I want to go wakeboarding and stuff <laughs> on the weekends. I'm like, no, you got to do soccer practice. So I said, no, I'm, I'm not. So I, <laughs> I gave up soccer and... Stuck with wakeboarding. Then when winter hit for that first for me, or freshman year in school, uh, swimming was a new option. So okay. I, since I loved the water, I joined the swim team. And I did swimming all through high school. Was supposed to go to college for it, but my senior year I ended up breaking my hand Ooh. running mm. through the parking lot of McDonald's at lunchtime and like was running really fast, swinging my arms. And I swung my arm back and hit a side mirror of a car and it broke oh. that bone right below my pinky Wow! on my left hand. So uh, I was totally screwed up my swimming career, which my gosh. was a little rough, hard pill to swallow, but uh, yeah. I figured I'd do something else. And Well, it makes for a good uh, two truths and a lie. Like, well, I once ended my swimming career because of McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. And you just got to let that sit. It's, right? <laughs> it's hard to believe like someone could break their hand running like that. Yeah. I totally see it. And that bone on that side is 
pretty narrow, right? Yeah. It's not the thickest thing like on our forearm or whatever. Oh, so. and the mirror was like it had that like sharp little thin yep. edge around it, mm. and just not very forgiving. Break. No, it was not. Yeah, listening and wincing, just like <laughs> yeah. Thinner. So like. When you were swimming, uh, what was your favorite couple of uh, events? Breaststroke was my good event. Okay. I actually like did really well at that. And then freestyle. I was okay at butterfly. Um, I was really bad at backstroke. Yeah. Getting the water down my nose. I just mm. couldn't Not do a it. big fan. Yeah. 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 I, I did breaststroke and I am. So, okay. But uh, yeah. So anyway. Um, the reason so, we're asking all these questions is because at some point he has to have caught a camera in his hand, right? Yeah. That's what oh. we <laughs> <laughs> okay. you know, Yeah. I took photography. So growing up, I have always had a passion for um, shooting photos or shooting video. Like we had an old VHS camcorder I'd shoot with all the time. And then going on hunting trips, my dad would want to film. So he had a camcorder and I would play with oh, it. Wow. And then in high school, I took photography um, as a class and actually got an F in the there class. You, go. you and Michael Jordan back yeah. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and Albert Einstein, too. He flunked out of math, didn't yeah. he? Dude. Yeah. So uh, I never really thought of it as, as a career until later through my uh, real estate profession. Mm -hmm. um, I was just out shooting photos and some friends were like, man, you should, you know, sell these and stuff. And it wasn't until I did my first gallery event with some friends and then started down that path of, well, maybe I, maybe I could be a, a photographer. Yeah, that's cool. Well, and attractive things are similar maybe to real estate as to that. There's some flexibility, right, yeah. uh, built into that, which as we get older and maybe get married or have kids or, or whatever, um, freedom is a, a pretty cool thing, right? Yeah, and it gets taken away really quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially with kids. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, as you moved into uh, photography as a profession, what's something now you, you think that, uh, well, it's maybe different than you expected it to be? Maybe something that surprised you about it? That, uh... um, I didn't really realize it at the time until someone pointed it out, but most when you think of a photographer, you think of a wedding photographer, a family photographer, someone who's shooting people. And I was able to make a career shooting construction, uh, restaurant food, um, kind of the real estate side of me right. was able to look at a piece of property and say, how can I best take a picture of this to sell it? And that's, I was able to carry that into my photography business, which I didn't really realize at the time until later when I started to really think about it, because I would get you know, residential agents need some photos. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could, I know how to sell something. So, yeah. yeah. And everybody listening knows what it's like to be, you know, scrolling through Zillow and you, you skip those ugly photos. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're like, I'm not looking at those photos. Those actually you know? funny because someone that I uh, shot photos for, they had seen some other photos that I had done. And they're like, yeah, all of a sudden, someone's photos were amazing on uh, this house and how they were framed. And I was like, was it this, this, and this? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that was mine. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, we're, I mean, if it's, you don't want to look at bad photos. Yeah. Right. And just make your checks payable too. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of realtors will want to save the money and just shoot it with their iPhone. And, yeah, but then they don't. And then help. there's some really good photographers out there who just do residential uh, listings and mm -hmm. like, the way they make fo houses look is like they spend a lot of time and they know their their stuff. They do. Yeah. That they do. Hmm. Maybe on uh, hobbies outside of that, what what do you do nowadays? I mean, for fun. I mean, I know you're busy with family or whatever, but so yeah, my kids take up a lot of the time. Um, but I, I, I guess I'm always working. My wife always complains about it. I'm always working because I'll go backpacking or camping, and 
I, since I shoot photos, I have work with a lot of different outdoor brands. So I incorporate the work in with the play. So You're I'll, like, I'm already out here on this gorgeous exactly. mountain. Exactly. I might like, as well double dip on it. Pull the cup out and yep. then take a photo. <laughs> so I'll take my kids camping and make them become my models and stuff for hammocks <laughs> or different drinkware and, and stuff like that. So that's good. That's one thing I, I like to do is be out in nature and gravel roads. Mm. Yeah. 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 How about uh, uh, music? Are you into music at all? Yeah, mm. I actually did some DJing uh, when I was younger. Okay. Uh, here in Salem and then a little bit in Florida. And so I've, I've always loved music. Um, everything but country, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That some was my country I can get into, time. but most of it I just can't. Like it's It's like nails on a chalkboard, like. Eats away at my soul. <laughs> right. Well, that's the beautiful. Sorry, thing. any country fans out there. Right. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about music is that uh, it, it speaks to us and different people in different times, different ways. Yeah, it's cool. Well, and especially how music has changed over the years. I mean, I remember growing up in, not really remember the seventies, but remembering the music in the eighties, and then you know once you get older, you then sample the music from older generations. But realizing how it has changed from the eighties and the nineties when grunge came out. I was a huge grunge fan, and then techno came out, and now I don't even know what all the different variations are. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots. Um, so you take a lot of nature photos because, again, like you're saying, you're not a wedding photographer. You're not doing those things. Like what is um, – Well, maybe... I, I do shoot family photos and senior photos and oh, okay. stuff like that. Gotcha. I just, okay. I'll just do not your mainstay, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll do one or two weddings if I know the people. Okay. I love doing second weddings. Those are my favorite because they're way more relaxed. <laughs> that's awesome um what is uh maybe tell a story of a time that you've gone on let's say a hike and it like didn't go well but you got a really good photo out of it uh if see. that story exists yeah i mean that it happens you'll you'll go i mean i went up to uh jefferson park with some friends and we were up there early spring we we're actually the first people in there from the after the winter and the snow because there were no tracks around and we were up there for the Milky Way for two nights. And the first night we got there, sunset, and the whole valley or the little area we in just clouded in and fogged in. And we're like, oh, no, like all the <laughs> way up here, we're going to get skunked out, not get anything. And then right after the sun had set, maybe an hour or so before the, really the stars had been popping, all of a sudden the clouds start to dissipate. And we were able to line up like some really dramatic moody shots with the clouds still there and the stars popping with a little bit of the glow of the the sunset that was awesome. an hour ago and times like that like i i try and think like you got to have bad days shooting photos to make the good days good mm -hmm. just like with anything in life but uh you never know what you're going to get and you can't like i try and tell my wife like when i go and shoot photos i can't just walk up to a spot shoot the photo and leave you got to stay there you got to take it in you got to experience it and find the beauty that is there because otherwise it'll just pass by and you won't know what you're doing yeah man that's uh you know i'm i'm older of course than both of you and and i try to continue to learn from people older than me and and i think uh I noticed that as life goes on, you appreciate these things more. And so like me gathering snippets and video and, and photo or, or even music, uh, because obviously in our later years, we're a little less mobile, right? And uh, being able to rely to look back on, on that stuff is, is a lot Absolutely, of fun. Absolutely, yeah. Right? And my memory's not as good either. Right, so yeah. I actually just found a hard drive with photos from like 2000 and 
three and four and five when I lived in Florida and was traveling around and and how I had a hair and uh, <laughs> just amazing how like those 10 year little gaps from your teens, 20s, 30s and in your 40s, how different life is for you, but it all accum- or all comes together to where you are today. Mm. And, but, you know, I was a different person then and right. compared to now, like I look back and like, I can't believe that that actually happened or that's who I was like, what a different time. And yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, a, a question we often ask a lot of our guests or whatever, if you're looking back, maybe at your 25 year old self, what piece of advice, you know, would you give your 25 year old self looking at where you're at today? You know, um, what would I tell myself? Save more money. Go out in the woods more. Because in my 20s, I, uh, I was staying up late, sleeping in late. And then as I got older, I realized, you know, I, I want to wake up early. Mm. But then I started getting into the astrophotography, and I'm like, now I'm never sleeping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm staying up late and getting up early. <laughs> <laughs> but I, w- while I was younger and had, like, better, better knees and a better back, and uh, more oh, energy. Yeah. I wish I would have gone out and done like the Pacific Crest Trail mm. um, at that age. Yeah, because I, I still want to do it. I'd love to do it with my son or my daughters, but uh, I'm going to be a little harder to do. Yeah, <laughs> well, I always tell people you could totally do the PCT in sections, yes. like yeah. just, you know, because like maybe small sections, super small sections. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd love to do Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, part of California, the southern part. It's like I'm I'm not into suffering that much yeah you go out and suffer for photos very often but uh right i don't want to suffer that hard anymore yeah (laughs) that makes sense i mean you know i when i was younger i read a book about the pacific crest trail and i was like i want to do that and then i was like oh it's really long yeah oh it's like really long (laughs) so yeah i I just saw a video or a new segment where this guy did the oregon trail from missouri all the way to oregon city whoa it took him three months this year Wow, and it's not even like an actual trail, but he yeah. wants to develop it into an actual like PCT or Appalachian type of a thing. Whoa! I thought that was cool. That'd be fun to do. That would be fun to do. Hmm. Yeah. What? Uh, this could be in your industry or you know in life. What would you say is one of the bigger challenges you think you face in photography right now? Sure. Uh, the ease of photography is available to everybody. Before it was film. You had to have your settings on point, focus, everything. And uh, with technology growing, uh, it's made it a lot easier, which is awesome because the sensors now that we can use like to capture nighttime stuff is just insane. Like the the night sky has been really rediscovered over these last five years um, with just technology. And then uh, what sucks about my business is technology. Right. <laughs> because every year there's something new. And when you're someone who creates content, video or photos, you people are expecting the latest and greatest uh, stuff. Yeah. So three sixty cameras, drones. Uh first it was when I started filming uh my production company a long time ago, Oregon Trail Trash, I had the three chip uh camera. And then H D came out. Right. And then you need a faster computer to process all that. So exactly. like, like I compared to a dentist, he can spend, you know, all the money on his supplies and he's good for 10 years or 20 years where a photographer or videographer, you're constantly having to sell and upgrade. Mm. And sometimes you don't want to sell your stuff because what if your new thing breaks, you got to have something to fall back on. So <laughs> I have quite a collection of 
broken and not broken old gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. What is like life? What's a day in the life of of you look like? Well, I just I, I thought I'd be fun to do a vlog. So last week I filmed one day, and I was like, "Holy crap, that was so exhausting!" <laughs> like the filming, like to remember to film, mm. and also film something that's interesting, and then have the energy to get home, edit it after you put your kids to bed, after your wife wants to spend time with you. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna have to pick and choose this a little bit better." So I'm gonna just try and vlog about my outdoor adventures. But typical morning is I try and wake up at five, go to the gym, get home, get my kids to school. Then I start my day either photo shoots or uh, sitting on my computer and editing. I try and put like photo shoots all in one day and then have a day just to edit because breaking up that momentum you get when you're editing. Creativity um, and yeah. Because yeah. I'll get in the zone and I don't want to be distracted at all. And that's one thing hard about working at home and not having like an actual yeah. office to go to is a distraction. Um, before I really got even an office at home and was even busy doing photography, I would just go to um, a restaurant in town, hmm. the Alibi in West Salem, and I called it my office. And to this day, people still call it my office, and I still have meetings there, but uh, <laughs> I got awesome. to a point where I couldn't focus there. Because people, people would come by. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people would be customers or clients and buy stuff from me or hire me to shoot photos. So it was like a big help just being there in that public space mm -hmm. um, yeah. when I was starting out. They haven't, like... Named a bench after you know you there, are, there are a couple corners okay. where plugins are okay but no no plaque yet <laughs> we no might plaque. have to start a campaign yeah that's right now we can start that Mike you hear that I want yeah, a plaque there you go <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a plug for your restaurant yeah exactly fair trade yeah that's exactly. so funny oh. also you mentioned editing I thought photographers just took photos and they just looked good right that's how that works yeah I mean I'm some joking. of them oh, okay <laughs> some can. Uh, like my dad would make fun of me for editing and it's like, well, the end result that I see isn't what my camera can take. And I typically underexpose all my photos anyway. So I have room for that editing. Mm. Yeah, I made that joke because like, I mean, especially my age, you know, my mid 20s, a ton of my friends are photographers and they have their photography businesses. And, you know, people always forget like, oh, like, oh, you're going to send me the photos like tomorrow. And it's like, well, I mean. I, like I could, but like they're not edited right yet because the lighting and all these other things, there's a lot that goes into it depending uh, on what you want and what the pr customer asks for. Yeah. And so that's and why And sometimes I that. people always want their face touched up or mm -hmm. thinned mm -hmm. down. And I try not to do any of that. My wife actually does all the people editing for mm -hmm. me. Uh, we're kind of like partners. Um, and she does a great, great job. Like I feel like she does a better job than I could do. And mm -hmm. I'm very lucky to have her be there to help me out. Um but yeah, like it takes time, especially like even for me editing like Milky Way photos or anything, like I'll edit one day and I always want to come back the next with a fresh pair of eyes. Right. And there's, there's certain tweaks, like sometimes you can just get like editing block, like I don't know what to do, control the temperature or the tint or highlights or shadows. And so you just come back the next day and it's like mess around. Oh, look, that looks way better. What I do? And you don't know. And then you kind of go back and compare the the settings, but you're still like, uh, I just like this, how it feels better. Yeah. 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 How about to, uh, to some of our listeners who, uh, let's speak first to the hobby person, right? Who, who beyond, let's say my skill, like you just has my phone and maybe it is their phone, but they, but they like taking pictures. Mm -hmm. What's a piece of advice, you know, that you would throw out to the, I taught a middle school photography class last year at my kid's school. And what I kind of told them is try and shoot every day 
and shoot from from a perspective that's not a human. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we stand up and we see the world from four to six, six feet. feet. <laughs> Didn't want to leave out any short people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's our perspective. Um, when I started really getting into photography, I was like, wanted to change my perspective. What would a squirrel see? What would a bug see? What would a bird see? Or, you know, what would this look like from a different point of view? Mm, um, that's good. So instead of just like capturing a scene, how can I get down low and capture like this can that's sitting here on the table in front of us and have that be a main focus, but have you guys be in the background. Instead of just shooting it up here, I'd get kind of down here and um, get a little lower. Yeah. 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 And then maybe to the uh, small business owner, it might not be a photographer, aspiring photographer business, but maybe it is, but just kind of uh, looking back at the earlier times, what, what, piece of advice would or you know would you say about going out there and starting your thing or you know so to speak? don't don't wait don't be like i'm gonna wait until i get this camera before i start you start right now with your phone video or photos just you have something to start creating just start creating because your creativity and the way you create is going to change and develop and as soon as you if you don't start today you wasted a day Basically, if you don't start today, you wasted a day. That probably needs to be on a T-shirt. And like you're saying with technology, or you, you know, you know somebody who knows somebody who has the 400 cameras in their closet type of thing. You know, like my my mom borrows my camera. She's going on a cruise, that type of thing. It's like, oh, can I borrow that? I'm like, yeah, exactly. So, Uh, focal point photography out in Dallas. That's where I started really getting into photography, but getting all my gear from them. And they have they had a great selection of used stuff. That's what Mm -hmm. I got a bunch of my lenses and a couple cameras. And uh, I've been going there since 2015. They just celebrated their 40th anniversary. Wow. They have, like, their customer service is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, And it's worth the drive to Dallas. Yeah. 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 Well, and uh, I'm I'm a many, many decades ago Dallas Dragon. Oh, nice. Yeah. So So you're familiar with the place. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yep, yep. What, um, What do you see over the next half decade for you? Uh, I, I don't know. Just keep, keep, hopefully I have the, the energy to keep this up because when I was in real estate, I kind of got burned out and that's why I was like, I want to do what I'm passionate about. So, so far every day I wake up, I'm, I enjoy going out and, uh, shooting photos. I, I did family photos last night for a friend and his family and, uh, we went somewhere where I'd never been. So I was a little like unsure, but we found some great locations and shot and then I did a senior photo shoot the day, night before at another new location. So I kind of like those challenges where I'm put out of my comfort zone, where maybe I'm a little even nervous about how I'm going to put this together and deliver on my end of this deal. Um, and then when I get done with it and I like that feeling I have of uh, like, I don't know, killing it or just doing a really good job or a better job than I expected I was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you think of that's how you build muscle. It's like you're you're moving something around in a way that it's not supposed to, right? It's not comfortable so that you can build it back in and fill those gaps. Absolutely. So. Getting outside your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Um, there's, uh, you know, we say this a lot. Right? There's nothing new under the sun. Uh, what's one of the better ideas that you've cut and pasted, applied to your life? Could be business, could be personal, could be, you know, something that you feel like you apply fairly often, you know? Uh, since I had kids, it changed my outlook on everything, which I think kids do that to people. Um, 
in my 20s and early 30s, I didn't really care about being involved with stuff. Um, and now with kids, I've become really involved, um, worried about their future, want to make sure they have a fun, healthy, safe life growing up. Um, so I think like me wanting to be more involved and out there in the community doing whatever I can and just trying to leave a, a lasting impression of positivity and um, good, I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. I, yeah. I try. I want to try. Keep doing that, and and not let anyone down. Yeah. Well, we can certainly use you know more and more of that. There's no there's no shortage of uh, opportunity in, in a community to to do good. And that's one thing I've learned too is like our community is so awesome. Uh, yeah. And how they come together for so many different organizations and people, and it's uh, it, that's been like one of the most inspiring things is just being involved with like the chamber and seeing all these people from all sorts of different life and work coming together for one common thing to help out, you know, Boys and Girls Club or YMCA, Family yeah. Building Blocks, any of the, one of the many organizations we have here that people really depend on. Yeah. Uh, it was just very heartwarming and inspiring. Yeah. Hmm. Man. Well, um, if people wanted to get in touch with you, what's maybe the best way they can go about doing that? Uh, if they're on Instagram, Zach Stone Photography. Uh, and that's Z-A-K-S-T-O-N-E, photography. Or uh, my website, same thing, Zach Stone Photography. Those are probably the two best ways to reach me. Email is on my website. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Zach, for joining us. Thank you, everyone who's listening along, whether it's live or you're listening on your favorite podcasting app. You can find us, um, our radio show and podcast airs live on KSLM every Saturday at 11 a.m. Or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring.